as this particular podcast is being recorded, I dealt with my first series of trolls on my, I don't want to say professional Facebook page, but my ministry Facebook page. And they were men, um, presumably white men. And the antagonizing comments were based around not even my ability to be in this position, this office as an apostle, but on intellect and things of that nature. And then when I didn't engage, I was proven to be false by them. Now, had I not been equipped by the Lord for this level of ridiculousness, I would have folded and gotten in the dirt with them. Let me show you and let us discuss what it means when the enemy is on your trail. Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wineskins, and that we remember that sometimes along this journey, through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ, through the grace of our Father, as we begin this week once more and again, to fill our wells. When I accepted my call to ministry, I was 31, 30, 31. And I am now 42. So I have been in ministry for about 12 years. Not a consistent 12 years because the ministry I was doing with my, with my ex-husband, who I will not name here, um, that folded because he and I are of two different denominations. And in order for me to be who God called me to be, I couldn't be in his denomination. He just seemed not to understand why that was. But in the meantime, in between time, the Lord had already told me that there will be people who won't believe me. And I don't, and because I'm pretty and I don't look my age, no one will, no one will believe that I am an apostle affirmed as of 2020, as of 2020. And through Call with a Purpose Ministries, my, my leadership is Apostle Vicki Johnson, who also listens to this podcast. So hi, mom. And he told me that. So I was prepared for that. So when the sexism comments come, when the you're not really an apostle comments come, those are those are noise at this point. But this particular show is not to rant. It is to remind you of what the Lord tells Jeremiah in Jeremiah 12 and 5. And last season, there was a uh, there were a couple shows, I want to say, especially all throughout season three, that. I kept digging 
into that text. I kept digging into that text because it was it was rooting me. And at first I thought it was Jeremiah speaking until I went to the Amplified and found that it was the Lord speaking to Jeremiah, telling him, and again, this is a rough paraphrasing, but if you, if you run with the footmen and they weary you, how will you contend with the horses? There are certain things that I, that I have learned in ministry that some things demand your complete attention, your complete strength, your complete focus. And there are certain things that, that do not, that do not cotton to use, to be quite, you know, country for a minute. But there are certain things that will never demand your attention and don't need your attention. The fact that these particular people found, found their way to a black female apostles page on social media is not a new thing. Trolls are not a new thing. As long as, as long as humanity has existed, there has been somebody with something to say about anything that you do. The trick is how to respond to that and determine again through the, through, I don't want to say the veil of scripture, but through the funnel and filter of scripture, how to handle that. Now, had the Lord not prepared me for what it was he was going to do in my life in this, in this particular office, I would have spent the better part of my evening or morning contending with people who have no idea who they are, but I, and I, and I can't see their faces. If you run with the footmen and they weary you, how will you contend with the horses? How will you deal with the big things? How will you be able to have energy and wisdom to advance, advance the kingdom in, in this particular portion of your assignment? And I like the word there, contend. Contend means there's, there is a fight happening. There are opposed, there are opposing forces. There's something that demands your attention. There's something you're supposed to be on the lookout for. Contend means I need to have a level of strength and fortitude and grit on the inside of me to be able to run with the footmen and not be weary. It's not the fact that the footmen aren't coming. It's not the fact that the naysayers, haters, non-believers, it's not that they it's not that they're not coming. It's the fact that how you handle it, what level of energy are you going to give to it? Because even even the Lord, with all that he was doing and all that he had to do, gave a set a, gave a set of energy to the fair to the Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes. He gave them a measure of attention, not his complete attention. I'm gonna say that again. He gave them a measure of his attention, not his complete attention. Not his complete attention because anything you give your complete attention to becomes your God. And I stand on that. Again, if you run with the footmen and they weary you, how will you contend with the horses. And yet this is confirmation. With all the upheaval that's happening in the body of Christ concerning women, 
women being visible, women being affirmed, women being confirmed, women being put into offices, affirmed as who God said that they are. Because the first thing that people will say to you as a as any woman in leadership is you're supposed to just sit down and shut up. And then they put this Pauline text on it. And you all know the one I'm talking about. And yet that's where their that's where their scholarship stops. And I don't know how many times we have to continually say it that Paul was talking about this particular position, this particular situation that Timothy was dealing with. This one thing. And we also know that Paul was called an apostle after Christ died because he had an encounter with Jesus. And that's who the Lord told Ananias to uh, to anoint Saul, becoming Paul, becoming the quote unquote, the chiefest of the of the apostles. He was affirmed after Christ's death. See, this is why you have to read the Bible, not just read the Bible. But the one thing that is, and we won't even get into, you know, Junia either, because she was a female apostle that that uh, Messiah tried to rewrite and change her name. But we can't even get in that right now. The one thing that I found, even in dealing with this particular situation, is that there are some people who come to faith to be right. Now, I'm, su I'm sure some of you will say, well, apostle, what does that really mean? It means that there are certain people who worship Christ to be right. Their heart is not in it. Just like you have cer certain people as it relates to these uh, instances of social injustice or uh, societal change who don't necessarily believe in the change. They just want to be on the right side of the change. They just want credit for making the right decision. They don't necessarily believe in the choices before them or the cause before them. Because again, didn't Samuel say, is there not a cause? They want to have credit for that. And there are certain people who come to faith to use it as a bludgeon or a blunt object to oppress other people because oppression by any other, any other name is still oppression. There are people who, for whatever reason, truly believe that the that the way that you keep women out of ministry is to shame them and throw the text at them and then want to say well you know the lord said i came not bring not to bring a not to bring peace but a sword and you also have to have to have to look at how christ encountered women in scripture the uh, one of the if i can call if i you know just take liberty really quickly one of the things that I love about Christ as he relates to women is just how dynamic he is with them. The first evangelist was a woman. The first carrier of the word was a woman. The woman who prophet, who prophesied, who got in the face of a high priest, to, got in God's face to the point that the high priest thought she was drunk, pleading for son and she would give him back to him. Now that's a foreshadowing of Christ. And at the same time, what we are seeing now as the body is evil. Because the fact that you can look at look at a woman 
regardless of her race and tell her because she is a woman, she can't do what God told her to do. Now it's one thing if the woman is proven to be, is proven to be false. She called herself. She's out here doing everything, but what God said to do. And she has no leadership over her to check her. But at the same time, the same thing needs to be done for men. But this is the thing, this is the thing that we bump up against as it relates to, as it relates to doctrine, as it relates to uh, the preparing of ministerial assignments for women. We keep bumping up against misogyny, misogyny war. Now, those of you who are not familiar with the word misogyny war, it is the, the hatred of black women. When the first apostolic assignment was given to women, when the women came to the tomb to see Jesus and the angel told him, and the angel told him not that he wasn't here and go and tell the others. When Christ masquerading as a gardener told Mary who he was and told her to go. On some end, the church is going to have to make the decision whether or not it's going to believe God or follow these consistently evil systems of the world. Because for you to follow Christ, to be right, rather than to be reconciled, to get credit for making the right decision that makes you hollow, a whitewashed tomb, as it were, because there cannot be life in you. Because anything that God calls, anyone who God calls, he's going to sustain and equip. And if they fall short, there will always be a David. And if they are rebellious, there will always be a Samuel. But what you cannot do, what we cannot do as the body anymore is to consistently look through scripture through the lens of misogyny and use the Bible as a tool to consistently oppress women, to tell women that this is what the text says and you can't do that. When your interpretation of the text says that you were, or seems to be, through the lens of something else that is not Christ, neither is it the Holy Spirit. The one thing that I'm going to leave you with is from one of my favorite people to follow on social media, and that is Pastor Christian A. Smith. He pastors the faith community in Atlanta, Georgia. He said, matter of fact, two things. He said that, and I thought this was quite powerful, he said, bad theology kills because it does. And the second thing he said is, we are not necessarily faithful to the Bible. We are faithful to our interpretation of it. That's why these two people who, again, wouldn't show their face. I, didn't, I don't think that's a happenstance. This is why it is easy for people to pull out these scriptures that affirm their choice, right? That confirm that what quote unquote you're doing is wrong because the lens by which you examine scripture affects how you interpret scripture. If you as a believer in Christ and you practice racism, misogyny, misogynoir, hatred of people, How can Christ be in you?
how can you say you are a follower of Jesus and hate other people? How can how can you do that? If you as a believer in Christ, especially if you are if you happen to be white and you consistently, consistently try to weaponize Christianity to the point to the point that you just believe that you believe Christ was a blind, blue eyed man from from Georgia rather than a brown skin than a brown skinned man from from the Middle East. As I leave you today to your thoughts, prayers and meditations, I would encourage you to read the Bible and repent. If you have been guilty of that. Of anything that I've named, you need to seek seek God for yourself immediately. The Southern Baptist Convention is having a whole upheaval about women pastors because they would some because some in that denomination, some churches would rather close than have a female pastor. Somebody that God said to raise up and help his people. Because that leader is a woman, some of y'all don't want to follow her or listen to her or respect her. And that goes to women, too, because women also practice internalized misogyny and, and internalized misogyny and massage award in depending. But just because you don't like somebody, just because you were not on the conference call with God when he called that person, doesn't make their call invalid. And they don't have to justify it to you. In the words of Gaius, when before the apostles were beaten in the book of Acts, if God has done it, if this is God's doing, then he will sustain it. If it's not, then God will deal with it. Have a blessed day. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to give you that invitation now. You can do it wherever you are, no matter what time of day. God is always listening and always anxious to hear from his children. Repeat this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my life and make me new. I believe that you came, you died, and you rose and are coming again. I accept you as Lord of my life. Teach me how to follow you, listen to you, and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, I believe you got born again and welcome to the family of Christ. Get into a good Bible-based church. Find a version of the Bible by which you are most comfortable reading and begin with the book of John or the book of Luke as they are the easiest, they are the most easiest to read. I look forward to seeing you this time again. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged 
I hope that you were strengthened. I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is Apostle J.B. Harris at gmail.com. Again, that is A-P-O-S-T-L-E, J as in Jack, B as in boy, H as in hot, A-R-R-I-S at gmail.com. Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful. May God ever smile on you and may your well stay full.